everyone, and welcome to a special edition of The Nasty Rubin Podcast! In this episode, we are going to be focusing on the campaign which is very close to all of our hearts. Recently, our Year 5 class has been learning all about the rainforest and just how amazing they are. Let's throw some cool facts at you to start off with. 70% of the Amazon rainforest is in Brazil. It is 1,200 miles wide and it is 17 times bigger than the whole of the United Kingdom. The forest is 55 million years old and it stores huge amounts of the world's carbon dioxide. But it's not just about facts and figures. The Amazon is one of the most beautiful places on the planet. This amazing rainforest is home to more species of birds, plants and mammals than anywhere else in the world. Did you know then that around 30% of the world's species and 10% of the world's biodiversity can be found there? There are jaguars, capybaras, green anacondas, and electric eels, and so on. On top of that, it's also home to thousands of ingredients which are able to make natural medicines. It's truly magnificent. You may not know this, but last week we were lucky enough to have a visit from a real rainforest expert, Lisa Thompson, from the environmental organisation Greenpeace. She's an expert in protecting the Amazon rainforest and we're so lucky that she has been able to join us and share her knowledge. Thanks so much for joining us on the Nancy Rubin podcast. What exactly is deforestation, Lisa? Well, deforestation is when forests are destroyed by cutting down trees and not replanting them. It's happening all over the world, but the worst hit areas are the rainforests, which are the most important forests on Earth. These tropical forests grow around the Earth's equator and they run through South America, Central Africa, South Asia and Northern Australia. Across these forests, an area the size of a football pitch is destroyed every six seconds. The worst affected of these is the Amazon rainforest, which spans across many countries in South America, including Brazil. And shockingly, an area the size of Scotland was destroyed there in 2019 alone. I see. Which groups of people does it affect? Deforestation affects millions of people all across the world who call the forests their homes. Indigenous communities or indigenous people are those who live in the forests and were there way before any other settlers arrived. Currently, about 24 million people live in the Amazon. They're really important because they understand how to look after the forest and live in harmony with all the different animals and plants that share it with them. The sad fact is, they are being forced from their homes as the forest is destroyed. But deforestation doesn't just affect those who live there, it affects all of us. Because the forests are vital for a healthy planet. Why should we be so concerned when we are so far away from it? We should all be concerned for lots of reasons. The first is that trees produce oxygen, and we all need that to breathe, right? The second reason is climate change. 
Trees absorb vast amounts of carbon dioxide and store it in their trunks and their roots. When we chop down those forests and burn the trees, we release all that stored carbon back into the atmosphere, making it even warmer. This is fueling the extreme weather we're seeing now, like hurricanes, flooding and fires that are happening across the world. A warmer world also makes it much harder to grow the crops that we rely on for food, which is of course very bad news indeed. Does deforestation affect animals as well? Yes, it affects animals in a massive way. About 50% of all the animals and plants on our amazing planet live in the rainforests, and about 10% of the animals and plants can be found just in the Amazon rainforest. Most of these animals live nowhere else on Earth, but because of deforestation, many are now endangered, which means they are at risk of dying out in the wild altogether. These include animals like jaguars, parrots, orangutans, sloths, and amazing water creatures like manatees. All these species evolved to live in the forests. When we destroy their home, they can't just move somewhere else. So to save them from extinction, their homes must be protected. Does deforestation affect animals as well? Yes, it affects animals in a massive way. About 50% of all the animals and plants on our amazing planet live in the rainforests, and about 10% of the animals and plants can be found just in the Amazon rainforest. Most of these animals live nowhere else on Earth, but because of deforestation, many are now endangered, which means they are at risk of dying out in the wild altogether. These include animals like jaguars, parrots, orangutans, sloths, and amazing water creatures like manatees. All these species evolved to live in the forests. When we destroy their home, they can't just move somewhere else. So to save them from extinction, their homes must be protected. Why do people do it in the first place? People chop down forests for many reasons. One is to use trees for timber and to make paper. It's also cleared for mining and road building. Another big reason they cleared is to make way for crops like palm oil, which is the main reason why forests in Indonesia, the home of the orangutan, are being destroyed. In the Amazon, the biggest reason is industrial meat production. When I say industrial meat production, I mean either clearing forests to make fields for cattle, so that's cows and bulls, so people can eat beef and use milk, or they are being cleared to grow crops for animal feed, which is a massive problem. And here in the UK, our supermarkets and fast food chains are helping to fuel that destruction. How is this happening? Well, plants like soya are planted where the forests once were. The soya is then harvested and shipped to countries all over the world where it is used to feed animals, like pigs and chickens, for us to eat. This meat then ends up on our supermarket shelves and in our takeaways. At the moment in the UK, around 95% of chicken and 75% of pork is industrial meat. Soya isn't all bad though. Many people eat soya and it's used to make lots of food including soy milk and tofu. The problem comes when it's grown to feed animals. In fact, 90% of all the soya grown in the world today is fed to farm animals for meat. We need much more land if we grow soya to feed animals for us to eat than if humans just ate the soya directly. And us humans are eating far more meat and dairy than we used to do. 
In fact, many of us are eating far more meat and dairy than we need. And the amount of meat eaten globally is predicted to rise by about 75% by 2050, which is totally unsustainable. What can we do to stop it? There are many things you can do to help. But the number one thing you can do right now is eat less meat. Eating less meat will help protect the rainforests because less forest will need to be destroyed to make fields for farm animals and to grow the soil to feed them. In the UK, we have loads of tasty food that doesn't contain meat. And no, we're not just talking fruit and vegetables. You can buy lots of plant-based meat alternatives, including plant-based sausages, burgers, mints, and even chicken alternatives. Also, eating plant-based foods like chickpeas and beans or grains like pasta and rice are often cheaper than meat options too. If you can have a few meat-free meals a week or even start with just one day a week, this is all going to help. For inspiration, check out the Greenpeace website, which has lots more information on this. And we've even shared some of our favourite recipes to get you started. Search online for Greenpeace meat-free recipes to find out more. Finally, another really important thing to do is to talk to your friends and family about the threats to the rainforests and what they can do to help. Chances are they won't know nearly as much as you do and showing you care will help them want to take action too. The more people who take action, the better we can protect our rainforests. If you'd like to find out more about this and other environmental issues facing our world, check out Greenpeace's educational resources, which you can find at www.act.gp resources. You can also invite a Greenpeace speaker to give a talk to your school or college. We're based all over the country, so search for Greenpeace Talks and invite us along. Thank you so much, Lisa, for teaching us and answering our questions. We know so much more about the deforestation because of your talk. We created a whole campaign and this podcast is just one of the things that we did as a result. We hope you can join us again on... The Nasty Room!